Frank White is a free man. How come you never came to see me? Who wanted to see you in a cage, man? He served his time. What can we expect from the reformed Frank White? I want to be mayor. He paid his debt. Go someplace where you can stay out of trouble. But some things don't change. From here on, nothing goes down unless I'm involved. No blackjack, no dope deals, no nothing. We're waiting years for this. I know what you're up to, White. Forget it. I'm going to make you and your friends disappear long before that. Are you arresting me? Frank's Park Avenue attorney can get him out in 10 minutes. 10 minutes later! I feel no remorse. I I got a quarter million dollar contract on anyone involved in this case. The cops tried to stop him their way. I'm not your problem. I'm just a businessman. Now they'll have to do it his way. There's only one way to get Frank. Christopher Walken, King of New York. You expected to get away with killing all these people? I never killed anybody that didn't deserve it. Shit, man, you know, man, you fighting, man. Man, I told you how the niggas are, man. They ain't number square. Oh, man, that's what they is. What's shaking, cats and kittens? This is your boy Rob Lee from Mastermind Team's Robcast. And I have my man, uh, my man, Greg, Greg with the underscores, just Greg, uh, uh, the, the white knight, the light knight. Is there white knights in this movie? <laughs> there is not. And we'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, this is neither of those. This is neither the Lovecraft Review Show or Mastermind Team's Robcast or even Getting to the Truth in His Art, for that matter. This is our movie review show called Let's Watch It Again. This is where... That's- we um, watch movies, uh, movies that we like. Sometimes they're not great movies. Uh, sometimes they are critically maligned, but they are movies that we've watched multiple times and we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So this particular podcast is going to be about the 1990s film, 1990, September 22nd or 28th, depending on who you talk to, uh, film King of New York. This is a this is a personal favorite of mine. Same here. Uh, I love this movie. <laughs> because I feel like we know multiple people that are in this movie. Uh, yes. <laughs> so I'll get right into it. Um, you just hit the synopsis real quick. And if this is lacking, you, you give me the thumbs up, yay or nay, because I know you have the voice thing. Give me the thumbs up, yay okay. or nay, if this works. I'll give you the synopsis. Oh. After completing a lengthy prison sentence, one-time drug kingpin Frank White returns to New York intent on reestablishing his empire and making things as they were before he left. Other uh, others, of course, have taken the, taken over the business and during his absence. But it is clear that they're not going to stop White while he is uh, while he's gunned down the opposition. He decides to give away the money, or he'll modernize a hospital in its old neighborhood. Drug dealers aren't the only ones to worry about. However, a group of road cops decide to try to take him down. King of New York. <laughs> that was good. That was good. So, um, you, you, so, so this movie has a lot of people in it, um, that this is before several of the people in there were famous and they got Mm -hmm. super famous. So this movie was directed by, uh, Abel Ferreira, um, whose, uh, credits include bad Lieutenant, which is also a batshit fucking movie. Yes. 
and the original one, not not the not the uh, Nicolas Cage hairline one. You know what's funny about this? One of his actors in the movie did go to jail during production. We okay, that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> so this movie came out and it stars Christopher Walken, um, Larry Fishburne. He was not even going by Lawrence at the time; it was Larry. Mm-hmm. Um. Wesley Snipes and David Caruso. Those are your major players in the movie. You have John Carlo Esposito, but he, he was in it. And I feel like I feel like Rudy might be the John Con- Carlo Esposito guy of our group. I'll break down who I think everyone is in a moment. But so the movie cost um, five million. I know exactly what I am in this movie. <laughs> the movie cost five million. Mm-hmm. It made 2.5. People hated this movie. I can see that. And it came out um, in, in that last week, that kind of pre-Labor Day weekend in September. Mm-hmm. So it came out a week after Goodfellas. So that was a lot of the money. Yeah. Um, and this movie called Pacific Heights, which was number one that weekend. Can, um, can I add but, a nugget about the budget real quick? Go ahead. So, you know, about the most of this movie was filmed in the Plaza Hotel, Trump Plaza Hotel. Yeah, so Trump's wife was a fan of Christopher uh, Walken. Christopher Walken, so they were able to film a segment there free because they took a picture together. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, it was financed um from what was it, New World Entertainment, and that was I think it wasn't New Line Cinema, it may have been Universal's European wing. So like the most like like the uh the um, one of the richest like Italian dudes at the time said, "We'll fund this." Mm-hmm. So that's ultimately who was funding this movie. They actually hated the movie because <laughs> it was too violent. <laughs> so, and so, and we don't, we don't want to step on that because we'll get back okay. to that in a moment. So, okay. well, and going back over the cast a little bit, Christopher Walken was probably the most established actor at the time, mm-hmm. as far as this movie's concerned. Uh, he'd been in a bunch of things, Dead Zone. I guess he was in a Deliverance. Dead Zone was in '83. Mm-hmm. Um, Larry Fishburne. This was uh, coming off of school days. That was the last movie he did that we would have known. Uh, Wesley Snipes, his a, major. I'm ahead. sorry. What a 360. His his major credits. This is like right before Deep Cover. So this was the direction he was headed in. Yeah. Um, so Wesley Snipes and David Caruso were boys, by the way. Uh, Wesley Snipes was allegedly living in his car at the time. That's how in Dire Straits he was in. Hmm. His credits, the only movies you probably would know him in. His credits at that point were Wildcats, Wildcats and yep. Major League. Mm-hmm. Two sports right. movies, which are suspicious. Which are really good sports movies. He's not the star of those movies, though. Who, who, didn't, like Will, who didn't like Willie Mays Jr.? Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays. He's not, he's, but he's not the star. That's a, that's a Charlie Sheen or Tom Berger movie, and Wildcats yeah. is a Goldie Hawn movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and David Caruso, this is pre PD Blue, so they're not popping. No, and uh, that this may have gotten them their respective bigger things. This may have gotten uh, mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes, uh, New Jack City, and may have gotten Caruso in YPD Blue because shortly after they were both cast in yeah. those properties. So, all right, so I want to go over a little trivia and then I want to cover some of our favorite things that happened in this movie. But before I get to that, should, should I just say who everyone is first? Sure, go ahead. I already know who I am to you, but go ahead. Okay, you know what? I, I'll do, I, I know who I am. You can say who I am. I, I think I think that'll be easy. I'm unsure on who you are. Uh, you you might be the dude with the slick back though. Oh, I thought you were gonna go for the full juggler insult and call me Wesley Snipes in this movie. 
No, no, no. You're not Wesley Snipes. No, no. Okay, because no, no. they made Wesley I, a square. If I was gonna go, if I was gonna take the shot, it would be like your David Caruso. <laughs> I would take that. I could take that. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, I feel like you're there. Like, I, I feel like, but, but the dude is a piece of shit though. So like, he was cool, but then he got caught up. You might be. You know what? You're Robert Guinevere Smith. You're like the. Yeah, you know what? That works. I'm the councilman who has the yeah. fine wife. I'll take it. I'll take it. Was it was it uh Freddie Jackson in his movie? <laughs> yes, he was. He was. <laughs> We're gonna do it and make it happen. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? He was like, Well, thank you. I, ah. I, I never thought I can come back to this city. <laughs> Fucking hated this city. I was like, fuck you, Freddie. <laughs> so 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 who am I in this movie? You're definitely Larry in this movie. You're definitely Jimmy Jump. I'll take it. I'll take it. And my and my dad probably was that nigga. Yeah. Um, I don't leave witnesses. Yo, yo. so <laughs> I feel like my man Torn is the one super dark skinned dude that was always with Jimmy Jump. I can see you can kiss my ass. He pulls his ass off. <laughs> that scene was great. Um, Rudy's John Carlo Esposito. He's kind of always there, but not really doing anything. Fair enough. And it's them again together because both of them were in school days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laurie Fishburne and John Carlo Esposito. Um, Dan might be three people in this movie. He's at least two. He's Christopher Walken. Okay. And he's Steve Buscemi, at least. I can see both. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, He might be one of the cops, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one. He might be Victor Argo. He might be like the lead cop. Him being Christopher Walken makes sense if I'm David Caruso. (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, so so that's pretty much the scenario. Um, I've been drinking a lot of birch beer. <laughs> you ain't know what that shit is, do you? <laughs> uh, so James Russo, actor, he turned down the part of Jimmy Jump, right? Some little trivia for you. Lawrence Fishburne, who had already been cast, who was Lawrence Fishburne cast as in this movie? Had to be the cop. He was cast in the Wesley Snipes role. Yeah, was thought, I can see that. Um, and he begged the director to audition for the Jimmy Jump part. And he got the part coming in looking like he does it. He came in like a nigga. <laughs> he didn't audition for the role. He didn't audition. <laughs> oh, he just got it just off rip. <laughs> he just came in like a nigga. He's like, look, this is what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> um, during the film's premiere in New York uh, Film Festival, many members of the audience, um, including Abel Ferreira's wife, walked out of the theater they said fuck this movie um at the question and answer session this is all from like this is kind of from wikipedia and shit like that mm-hmm. um and imdb um during a question and answer session uh that ferrera held after the screening the first question was this film was an abomination why aren't you giving the proceeds to some drug rehab program <laughs> <laughs> that shit is wild. The second showing was, was the next day, and um, Lawrence Fishburne and uh, Nicholas St. John, who was the writer, they mm-hmm. were booed off the stage. That's fucked up. We're like, get the fuck out of here. But it's um, a good movie. It's like... I think it's just a time, and it's it's a wild movie. It's yeah. So, the word fuck was mentioned 90 times in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film initially um, ran over um, almost two hours. And it had an X rating. So they trimmed it down to get the rated R, what have you. They made an appeal and trimmed it down, cut out some mm-hmm. stuff. Doesn't say specifically what the stuff was that it they has cut to out. Be a lot of titties. Probably titties, but it might have been drug use. I feel like it might have been more drug use. I can see that. Um, and maybe some violence, because I feel like they kind of trimmed down a little bit of violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Some critics view, or some people who watch the movie, fans, critics, so on. They view Frank White as a vampire. 
Hmm. He's always in black. He's only out during nighttime, except towards the end, but it's always dusk. And Nosferatu is playing on the TV at one point in the movie. Uh huh. I can see that. I can see that. Because when they all roll up there, he's out of prison. Like, oh, also, so Sing Sing, that was the first time Sing Sing was actually filmed. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, Abel Ferreira did not like the notion of filming a prison. He didn't like that shit. Hmm. But that's what they that's the, like the opening scene when you know yeah. he's leaving prison. Mm-hmm. Welcome home, Frank. Um, so I like this movie. You, don't even get me started. Uh oh! <laughs> I fucking shit. I love that uh, scene. So it the movie has a really simple plot, and mm-hmm. it's it it has some artistic elements there, kind of these like drawn-out shots, kind of these. It, it, it's more than just this is dribbles. <laughs> Filmmaking was done there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Where the film was not bad. You may not agree with what the film ultimately is about. And some of the plot elements are a little weird. Well, the time vehicle in this movie is completely off. Spin it, spin it. Like, they have no sense of time in this movie. Like, we see that when they kill the, you know, the Asian people and I guess that was Little Tokyo. They didn't just shoot out. It yeah. was Chinatown. Well, Chinatown. That's fair. And they did the shootout. And next scene, it's like, hey, we got the hospital we want. Let's go. Right. But that's what, that's what they did. They did that to kill this dude. I think, yeah, they should have said like three weeks later or something yeah. along those lines. Because uh, how long was he really the king of New York? I don't know. Um, I just know it was a fair amount of power. I mean, a fair amount of like drip in this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, and this is one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite movies. Same here. And it's it, basically, he. It, and I think I was watching, the, listening to the rewatchables, and mm-hmm. he was talking about how uh, how New Jack City is just a watered-down version of this. He's like, this is the real shit New Jack City is not. And he's like, and I like New Jack City, but it is not in the same degree of these are terrible people. But the are movies, they terrible? They are. I, can I Name be one redeeming character in this movie. Frank. Frank is not redeeming. Frank did all of this to build a hospital. Fuck all of that. That was a thing, but it was like a B-plot. So let's also point out that Frank killed somebody who was peddling immigrants in the living one home without <sighs> giving opportunities. So you're trying to say Nosferatu's the hero here? Yes, he right. he killed a sex smuggler, and he killed. Uh, I forgot what the other guy did, but he everybody he <laughs> killed had some underground business that was just completely fucked up. He just wanted to sell drugs. That's it. Like, That's not great. <laughs> it wasn't like it was weed either. It was like Haran or what have you. It was Haran James. <laughs> he was selling Haran Butler and it's <laughs> of cocaine, cocaine. So, so okay. Let's let's get into some. And of our he favorite. was diverse. Like he diversified. He, he diversified was, his shit. Like how many black people compared to white people you saw his crew? Like he was no, no, absolutely. It was just it was one other white dude. It was like Steve Buscemi who was yeah. like kind of. He looked really young in this movie, by the way. He was. Um, this is pre Reservoir Dogs for him. Uh, Desperado. Was he in Desperado? Yeah, he was in Desperado. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, like his crew is made up, and some some people have an angle on that too. His yeah. crew is made up because you know Problematica. 
his crew is made up of like mostly like Puerto Ricans and like black dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they know the shit, but Jimmy jump mm-hmm. was his like right hand guy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I was so sad when Jimmy Dump jump died. I was not happy. I wasn't. It was, was co- really it was pissed. it was bound to come. I didn't like how sucker Wesley Snipes went out, but Fuck he him. was he was a sucker drunk the old film. Like who? Like if you get your ass beat by Christopher Walken Kung Fu, like you know you're in trouble. It's more so the way he was killed and who he was killed. But I was like, bitch has fucking David Caruso. <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't get to mourn it. Well, we <laughs> okay. So so there <laughs> so there are some scenes in this movie that I enjoying and i and i think we can do it chronologically because i know you have your you have a few scenes that you like as well Mm -hmm. but give me one second i want to um hit all of them but kind of chronologically um so i missed one shit so you already know where my first scene is at you already know where it's at i think Mm -hmm. so it's it's the tampon scene it's for the bullet holes what is this? Live for the bullet holes, puta. So, so he's in there in this this drug this drug situation or what have you. What was it, King Tito? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a fire name if you think about it. Yes, it is. So he's so he's in there. They're doing all the testing of the drugs. Uh, what, do you remember what Steve Buscemi's nickname? What his name was? Test tube. Yes, and he's checking the purity of the drugs. Mm-hmm. So he's stalling and he's fucking with niggas, and it's just, it's just, it's just wild. Yeah. <laughs> and right. Good. Uh, I was gonna say right before that, we see his right hand man, pow, 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 in the phone booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we have that. So it's it's a setup. It's like yeah, yeah. we're taking your drugs, we're doing all of this, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's literally it's like. I've I've seen I've seen the scene before I saw the movie mm-hmm. and I was like I sought out the movie based on that scene. Yeah. And it's just, you know, instead of the money being in the suitcase, it's drugs for, for money, mm-hmm. it's tampons in there. And he's like, what the fuck is this, man? And <laughs> and then he lights him up in uh Larry Fishburne fashion. Mm-hmm. That's a great scene. It was. So the next scene that I had is um it's 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 basically Frank is already out at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the scene in they're staying in the hotel, mm-hmm. and ba- I guess that's Trump Plaza, right? And it's Plaza, yep. And um, he's staying in there, and it, it's kind of it's kind of a cool kind of cool situation, right? Mm-hmm. And also, strike st- step back for one second. Frank White, who used this alias? Biggie. Thank you. Also, I feel like there is, 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 does this movie feature, is it an art dealer thing? Him and the, like the white chick? I didn't like the white chick. She's the council, you mean the council woman? Yeah, I feel like there was a scene where he was in a gallery or maybe it's another movie set at this time. But someone's saying, I'm, t- I'm tired or what have you. And it's a sample from a, uh, a Fat Joe song. It may be a different movie that's very similar to this. Like same, be. I don't like remember Like same time. Scene. But so... The the scene is uh, that I'm describing is or start to describe is in is in the hotel. Frank is looking aimlessly in the dark, nighttime, mm-hmm. out the window, looking as pale as ever. Teresa Randall puts a gun near the dick. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. I mean, was he in a trouble? By the way, he was. He gets it. He gets it. Frank White, mm-hmm. the old bag desperado. <laughs> uh, so the whole the gang comes there. You know. Mm-hmm. 
you know, touring, me, rooting other people. Dan, Steve Buscemi. Dan is seeing Dan, because uh, I think Steve Buscemi's in the scene as well. Yes. Uh, so you, you're not sure who's who. You're not sure what's what at the scene, right? Yeah. You've, you've seen Frank get out of prison at this point, and you don't know really what his thing is. Mm-hmm. And then you see that drug deal go wrong, and then you see the same guys from said drug deal come to Frank and say, oh, shit, you about to murk this dude off? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just going to say me. I come in there drinking very niggerly. That's a new word, niggerly. Yes, out is. of a cup. What's in the cup? I, how? Root beer. What's in the cup? Root beer. You want some? There's some things I don't do. You want some? <laughs> right, right, right. He's like, you want some? And uh, what does Christopher Walken say? <laughs> There's things I don't do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And, and then it's just, it's just like, bop, bop, bop. Uh... <laughs> and, <Ooh>. oh! <laughs> it's fucking fire. <laughs> and they were just happy and ecstatic to see Mm-hmm. Their their leader get out of the uh, out of the box. Yep, he didn't rat. Nope. And he fun f- fun yep. fact about this scene: it was all improvised as well. It should have been yep. as well. It should have been. Um, they saw him do it on the set, and they were like, "What the hell did you just do?" And they said, "Keep it. Keep all of it. That Keep fucking all of that it." That was the first take too. So, um, and the thing is, the, the thing about the movie: the movie took five years to write. Mm-hmm. There was minimal improvisation in this movie. Yeah. Um, so one of the next scenes, and I think this is before the scene that you were describing with, well, we'll get to your scene. Mm -hmm. Um, so I believe that next scene that I thought was really cool was the scene when the, the fucking, the gambling, the the poker game. You think you're going to live long enough to spend that money? You fucking hump. Oh yeah. You fucking hump. That shit. He's he's like, I want a piece of the action. If a dime bag is sold in the park, I want in. You motherfuckers got fat while we starved. Yo, shit was fire. Because this is after the my version of you. I, I like. I think you're two people. You might be the dude with the slick back, but you're also definitely the the, the councilman or what have you. Um, oh, boo. He pisses on his nigga's shoes, which oh, is wild boo. disrespectful. It is disrespectful. I hated that dude the whole film. <laughs> and he, I mean, his mole. <laughs> fucking, I think that was uh, Paul Calderon. He gave me real teamy vibes. Well... What are you going to do? So, I mean, he how many times did he shoot this motherfucker? <laughs> he shot him like six times. If any of you are trying right. to get it ripped off by guys bang. like this, wow. <laughs> I was like, shit. Don't see me at the plaza all the time. Bang, bang. Fuck this guy. You're welcome. Bang, bang. It was just like a piece of shit. I was waiting for Jimmy to shoot him one more time. I mean, Jimmy is, Jimmy is, is fired. So we, we have, we have your scene, right? Um, your scene is kind of think it's coming up. What's the scene that you had down? Oh yeah. We didn't even have, we don't have any scenes with the cops in it. That's how memorable they are. By no, there, there's one, there's one that I oh, have. Oh, well, yeah, you, we have that one. Go <laughs> <laughs> <But laughs> ahead. What's your scene? Can I help you? Yeah. Can I help you? Can you help me? 
Yeah, you can start by giving me 15 pieces of chicken, motherfucker. Mix it up, I'm gonna barbecue on my crispy. You're getting this all down, Chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, the um, was that well, the uh, <laughs> you can start by giving me 15 pieces of chicken, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, he's like, Yeah, let me get some birch beer. You ain't know what that shit is. <laughs> like, what I, what I, so here's the thing the last I time the I watched water. it, the last time I watched it, I was with the girl face, she had mm. never seen it, and she was just like, you really like this movie because I'm just sitting there, legs crossed, like, yeah, here's the scene. <laughs> and she she did make fun of the one scene when he's in there. Y'all play with those games, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I remember the whole order by heart. Go ahead, go ahead. Go it's ahead. 15 pieces of chicken, half barbecue, half crispy, six pieces of corn, uh-huh, eight spare ribs, uh-huh, Nickers. 12 pieces of shrimp. High sodium. Hey, you got any potato salad? Nah. Oh wait, I'm sorry. In onion rings, you want tartar sauce or ketchup with that? Tartar sauce. <laughs> and this is this is when um, this is Actually, when Jimmy, this, ketchup, is, my this is when Jump gets arrested, right? Him and the yeah. homie. Mm-hmm. I don't even know that dude's name, but he was great. Uh, so and he tries to warn him as as every of, of your homie should do. Yeah. You know, it was a sting situation. They they arrested mm-hmm. Jimmy, and they get out almost immediately. Like, oh, we got to get Jump out. Mm-hmm. And that's when one of my kind of it's not really a scene, but it's great. But yeah. he's like, you can kiss my ass. He's pulls his ass out and shit. I just oh uh, that scene was so great. It was like 56. How much how much was it? 5690. Well, fuck you very much. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, so in, in that kind of post thing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. when they get out of the out of jail or what have you, and they get out of the bookings, is that the scene where like Wesley Sykes is talking that foul shit? No. So what, what, because he said, I thought he said something to Jimmy though. That was when they arrested him. Okay, the so that's when they arrested. I said the same yeah. scene then. Yeah, and that's when they say, "Guess what? Today's a great day because we have a witness." And Larry was like, "I don't leave no witnesses." Fire! I was like, "Y'all sit there in front of a cop." That's like, <laughs> like, how do you not love this movie? Like, yeah, what, what the fuck what, is wrong with critics? I mean, we could just take all of Jimmy Jump's dialogue because yes. he says this one thing. He's like, "Man, I'm unemployed. Everybody's gone." I know. That's <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> they were like, "You're not a drug dealer. You're just hired to murder people." And like. <laughs> Victor Argo was a bad boss. Can we talk about that real quick? Yes. Like, he couldn't keep fucking niggas in line. And um, so the the chase scene is kind of a good scene, too, actually. Mm -hmm. I mean, it leads up to my my most my least liked scene in the movie because, you know, Jimmy goes out. (laughs) But um, so there was. Yeah, so. Yo, Schooly D is fire in this movie. Uh, yes. and, and Christopher Walking's dancing is very fire in this movie, actually. He's getting mm-hmm. very loose. Yes. Uh, so when they're at the hideout, everyone's high. I feel like that's some of the stuff that was cut. I feel like niggas is doing wild drugs in this scene. Mm-hmm. So I feel like somebody is fucking. I, I don't, it's a lot of shit happening. Well, um, not crack house. White chick took the other undercover cop into the room and that's when she was snorting coke near his dick and that scene and Teresa Randall and Christopher Walker was just looking like Teresa Randall wanted in yeah she did and okay. she was as like, well she should and Christopher Walker's like huh okay he's like yeah yeah it was, I think it was a few showers too it was a few a uh, couple people showers happening there yeah 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 
And Larry yeah. was just playing with some titties. I don't know why I keep calling him Larry Fishburne. Right I mean, now. that's who he was. What he was going by at the time. I know it's just great. <laughs> when you're in, when you're in the know, you it's like, yo, look, man. Here's the thing, Larry. <laughs> that's and that's why Lawrence Fishburne is a version of me, but he really might be my dad because what Lawrence Fishburne is now on Blackish is my dad. Yeah, which is so fucking wild to me. Can I also point this out very quickly? Spin it. It is a crime that Lawrence Fishburne and Wesley Snipes only filmed together was this. This is the only film they were in together. That is a crime. So might as well get to it. Uh, so we, we have the, uh, we have the scene where it's the, I I noticed this post raid, right. Mm -hmm. Or whatever that situation was. Cause I don't know. That wasn't a raid, but I guess it was some motherfuckers were trying to rob them or it was the undercovers. I don't remember exactly what was happening in this scene. It's the, it's the undercovers. The undercovers virtually. So what happened was uh, David Caruso's character told Victor um, Fuck Look, you! <laughs> there's, there's, there's only one way we're going to get Frank. Yes. And I was like, you guys are stupid. <laughs> and they go, they go rogue. They go rogue. And yeah. he's, the, he's the fucking hothead with his Irish hair. Yeah. And I like how Wesley Snipes is like at an Italian wedding. And he's, a, he's at an Italian wedding or an Irish wedding? Irish, I'm sorry. At an Irish wedding with an Irish name, because his name is Tommy Flanagan in this movie. And he's married to a white woman, right? Married to a white woman. And both of his kids are not mixed. His first, his daughter is definitely you see this? Middle you Eastern see this descent. Yeah. I, and I actually, here's the funny thing. That's uh, the director's daughter. His adopted daughter. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. But it's his adopted daughter, though. Yeah. So, so we get there. We have the shootout. Um, I think somebody goes. I think two people. I think there are two casualties in this shootout. Um, because they're shooting and driving at one point, and mm-hmm. Jimmy jumps got the wild suspenders on and shit, and the fucking dress shirt. I'm like, this is a good fit. Actually. Like he went, Like you don't like his death, but he went out really well. He went out hard as fuck, but it's, yeah. it's, it's just bullshit. It's just, I'd rather have been Wesley. No. I mean, Wesley, Wesley was a square. Wesley got his ass beat by Christopher Walken doing Kung Fu. Like, Christopher Walken was doing Kung Fu on him. He did Dracula Kung Fu. He's like, you broke my fucking nose. I fucking hated Wesley Snipes in this movie, by the way. He was Wesley such a Snipes. square. His hair was square too, which yeah. added to it. Uh, so we, we, I feel like somebody hit a fire hydrant. Maybe I'm bugging. Yeah, they did. Um, and, one of the that cops, was great. Yeah, one of the cops that was on the door where Lawrence Fishburne got uh-huh. in, and uh-huh. he was like, "Ah, fuck!" What did uh-huh. he say? He said something, and I forgot what it was. And, and it was one of my thud. favorite quotes. Yeah. And he just started <laughs> laughing, and he said something, and I forgot if I remember it. <laughs> Yo, like. Like, you know what? Not for nothing. Like, my more sinister asshole side of me, that is pure Jimmy Jump because I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. Ha ha. <laughs> that shit was great. So, like, did you? Go I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go. I was going to say, like, after seeing that film, like, wouldn't you want to be on Frank White's side? Like, yes. Like, they made the cops so, like, police they work in this suck. film was stupid. I think that's why the film was hated because mm-hmm. of the whole view on police. Because Abel yeah. Ferrara doesn't fuck with the pigs. No, he doesn't. And I mean, you know, and I think it's some relevance now, right? You know, mm-hmm. don't fuck with the pigs. Mm-hmm. Um, so during this whole thing, they they eventually catch up with them. I think that they spot them and they they separate. I know that Jimmy mm-hmm. and Frank separate. What happened was 
they didn't spot them. Frank and Jimmy spotted the cops mm-hmm. and ran back into them. Wild. Well, no, Jimmy, they left Frank out. Frank Frank is gone completely. Yeah. And Jimmy, like, spot them, ran back into them and went to go on a merry-go-chase chase so they don't get Frank. Yeah, so, but they Which separated. smart. Yeah. But they separated, though. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. somehow, I, I don't, I still don't remember how he got out of the car. How did he get out of the car? Because I remember there was a little bit of, like, a foot chase and it's, like, this alley kind of junkyard situation. Well, after he crashed into them, he got out the car and started shooting his gun. I was like, woo <laughs> how much coke you. did he he did a bunch of coke that's what was happening he yeah because yeah, i think before he left he mm-hmm. was like he made some coke and some shit yeah <sighs> so poor wesley so wesley takes takes the ultimate l he got killed smart too like this nigga took his shoes off yes. walking in socks in the dirt and was like pow pow what <laughs> <laughs> he he said something wild to him, by the way. Mm-hmm. What was the shit he said? He said something, come here, you chicken eat motherfucker or something. Yeah, and it was like, where's my chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fire, fire. And it's wild racist, too. It's like, it like, yo, Wes, you are darker than he is. What are you doing? But he's I'm he's, Irish. Fuck yeah, you. <laughs> he's black Irish right now. Oh, eat a with, dick. With that white wife. Look, that's that's not even talk about that. With, uh, the, with the bowl cut. Look. So, um, you know, Wesley goes down, bong, he's done. Uh, and then just out of the fucking darkness, Caruso, blam, blam. That's the bitch astiness of it all. That's it the was, big piece of the bitch astiness. It was too convenient for you? Yes. That's fair. And, and it's not like a major criticism because you're right. He mm-hmm. had to go down or what have you. Like, yeah. you know, like Jimmy was a wild dog and he was off the leash a little bit at this point. And he got the last laugh when he died. He was like, he laughed at this nigga. He was like, "I killed your boy." <laughs> <laughs> Blam. <laughs> so it gets me to my my uh, my final super funny rewatchable great scene. It's at the funeral, Mm-mm-mm. and I call this I, I call this scene riding shotgun. Uh, Because fucking fuck fuck David Caruso's character because he's just like all bent out of shape that mm-hmm. you know two cops died and all of this shit and he's just like inconsolable at the funeral mm-hmm. fucking fucking shit and he just goes to his car and fucking ah, ah punch 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 and then Frank rolls up in the wild limousine hey you rolls the window down <laughs> hey you blam now it was it was a filming error there because uh, something in the reflection was off. And mm-hmm. you you can't help but see it because the reflection is right there in the mirror when he rolls it in the window when he rolls it down. Yeah, but um, great scene. Uh, I mean, he came up to a fucking cop funeral and shot and killed a cop. Frank didn't mm-hmm. give a shit. No, he did it, and he was in the limousine, like in one of the funeral limousines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit was great. Because I was wondering, I was like, how did he get him? And knew he was going to the car. And I was like, he had to be in one of the limousines. Yeah, and I was like, damn, that nigga is smart. I love Frank. <laughs> I love- Love for like how do you like Frank is the only person in this movie I think is redeemable. Like all the cops are stupid. Like there's not one smart cop. And then you have to ask the question of how did no cops catch him? Now now here's the thing. I don't think Victor Argo was stupid. I just think he was not a good boss. The lead cop. Mm. I think he just got fed up. I think he and, and ultimately he he ran up on him. He's like, yo, where the fuck you at Frank? Where are you at, Frank? His fucking voice. <laughs> I don't think he was in good health either, so that's another no, thing. No, was it? So, uh, 
Yeah. I will add, there's one scene I will add, um, two yeah. scenes I'll add that we didn't talk about. The scene where Frank was about to get robbed after like feeling the councilwoman's titties. Yeah, in the train when uh, Harold Pernu pops up. Yep. And he's Free like, Oz. He's like, where are your wallet? And he's like, easy. <laughs> I got a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he um, gave him money anyway. Yeah, because he offered him a job. Um, like, now the dude. Now a lot of people. Now a lot of people confused Harold Pernu's street thug with the guy that ran the chicken place that Jimmy was berating. <laughs> They're two different people. <laughs> yeah, because he gets killed in the drug um, cop raid. Yeah, in the shootout. Yeah, there's a lot of casualties in that shootout. Yeah, I think Teresa Randall takes the L too. No. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of people go out. Yeah, and we'll see, well, you said it was two scenes, right? Yeah. Ter- oh, the other scene is when Frank goes to Victor's house. Was it Frank or was it Victor going to Frank's place? No, it, well, right, you're right. He Frank went there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he handcuffed this motherfucker, right? He told him to hank. So this is why <laughs> I like this scene. This guy. One, he justified killing everybody, and he virtually said, "I killed them because I don't do business that way." It justified that these niggas are shitty. You so, are wallet. Go ahead. You're right. You're right. You're right. He did say that. So, you're right. So then this dude, I was like, you're, you're just like, yeah, proves my point, motherfucker. Yeah, and then Frank decided, <laughs> okay, look, give me your gun. <laughs> Don't your, need you shoot me in the back. Uh, <laughs> handcuff yourself to this chair as I walk. Now, mind you, he didn't see if there's any keys on him. Stop it. He, he didn't check to see if there's another gun in the area. Stop it. He just took the gun and walked. And then and, and pointed Ro- the gun Vic- at Victor and says, bow, bow. And so, I was so, like, so, so, so real quick, Frank. before we forget it, uh, mm-hmm. Victor Argo's name is Roy Bishop and David Caruso's name is Dennis Gilly. Okay. Just to have that in there. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so that's there. And uh, Harold Pernew is listed as Subway Mugger. First name, last name. <laughs> he was getting in that Subway. I mean, that, um, he had a full titty in his hand. Yeah, he did. Sorry. And he was, Harold Perlow was getting it in when they get raided. He was just dancing like. <laughs> He's getting loose. I think he was a break dancer at the time. Or some shit. He's getting yeah. loose. And then he took the L. This was pre dread Harold Perlow. Mm hmm. <laughs> pre Link from the Matrix. <laughs> pre wheelchair from Oz. <laughs> pre birth from the best man. <laughs> I'm Augustus. It's <laughs> like, all right, motherfucker. Uh, and then the, the last scene, the last sequence. It's kind of that that subway chase. Victor, uh, well, Roy Bishop eventually catches up with him mm-hmm. and train. Uh, and so, remember the scene in the train where he grabs the lady who's like there, and he's like, "Look, I'm going to do something really bad to you, but I'm not going to hurt you." Mm-hmm. That was her first time acting, and that's that was her motivation. He was giving her her motivation in the scene. Yeah, and uh, that's she, pretty cool. She was everybody's aunt, by the way. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to get to work. I'm tired. So. Question: right. Did she live? Because she didn't even get out of the train. Like she lived, she lived. Because you're right, Frank's a, Frank's a white meat baby face. Yeah. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Fucking stop it! So it kind of goes out where they have the shootout, right, in the train. Mm-hmm. And uh, Roy Bishop takes the L. Yeah. And then we later learn that uh, I think we we thought he got hit, maybe, but we later see when. Uh, Frank is leaving out of the station and gets into a cab, hails down a cab, mm-hmm. and then he's bleeding. Yeah. And that's how the movie ends. Yeah. Well, he died. That's how the movie ends. Mm, we don't know he died. Well, he passed out and the gun, like, he went yeah, down. Yeah, he, he passed out. 
my thing is, unless you see a person die on screen, they didn't die. Fair enough. That's a movie. But Victor Argo has said, how the fuck are we going to do a sequel? Everyone's dead. That's his <laughs> quote about the movie. <laughs> which is fire. Uh. All right. So now we kind of cover that, which I, it, that was, that was fun. Uh, so don't forget Schoolie D song. Schoolie D all, all the time. So, all right. All right. So, so, so two, two things. Um, so one of the things we like to do is who would you recast in this movie? And, uh, well, three things. Who would you recast? What was your MVP? It could be it could be, it could be something in the movie. It could be the city. It could be a character. And um, those are the main things. And, and whose career did the best after this movie? Who did, whose career was best served after doing this movie? Um, like who got who got the biggest after doing this? The question for your first your first question was what, what? who would you recast? Who I recast? I don't know if I recast anyone in this film because everybody did their roles perfectly. Wesley Snipes. I can't recast them. Like in terms of, I look at his seat and I look at it like you know that meme like how's it started and how's it going now? No. Like mm-hmm. I look at it as he went from the square cop to Nino Brown. Like I gotta give him that. Like. He took the lumps. He took the L just to become no. the kingpin at the end. Like, Let's not do that. We can't do that. Remember, he was a recasting, so that was, was. Lawrence Fishburne's role. So he, he God. Oh, my God. He was the, the well, deep cover. I mean, he played, a, he was a cop in deep cover, right? Yeah, but can you imagine Lawrence Fishburne in that square role compared to what he gave us? No, true. But just flip the, what, what if you, okay, how, do, how does the movie work if you flipped him if you flip the roles between Jimmy Jump going to Wesley and Tommy Flanagan being Laurie Fishburne. Chris Tucker got to be Jimmy Jump there. Chris Tucker was not doing anything in 90, 1990. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, they got to be around. Uh, I, I, I'm just saying, if you've switched the roles, uh-huh. does it does it does the, does the movie still work? No. I agree. Loris Fishburne was born for that. And he's obviously, I think, both of our MVPs here. Like, Yes, uh, but you know who did the, did the best from this movie? Who I think careers did the best? Walking. Nope. Who? David Caruso. Oh, that's an interesting pick. CSI Miami and NYPD Blue. He's on TV for almost twenty years. Because I was going to say Wesley. Wesley went to prison though. <laughs> He's the only one in his cast after the one guy you mentioned yeah. that went to prison. So. Well, I- <laughs> Because Wesley is like a full-on action star at one point in his career. Like, that's fine, but he went to prison as well for how many years? That's fair. I will say that this movie was probably the beginning. And one can see Lawrence Fishburne, too. You can, the, you can make the case for Lawrence Fishburne as well, because Matrix movies. Yeah. And I the John Wick like movies. His career is underappreciated, I feel like. He, he he made some weird choices. Um, he was supposed to be in a lot of the Tarantino stuff, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like the role for Jules was going to be his apparently in mm. uh, Pulp Fiction. No shit. And then, and then Sam Jackson wasn't in Port of Larry Fishburne. Yeah, motherfucker, I'm dressing for the role. Yeah, I can see that. But um, I feel like his career got robbed because I feel like Lawrence Fishburne should have been a leading man a lot more than what he was. I, I think his I think his career was was fine with a few exceptions. Uh, mm. And I'm I'm fine with he he's already at that point he'd already had a relatively he'd already been like 20 years deep as an actor at that point I think. 
Yeah, because he did Apocalypse Now at what, 14? I think Cornbread Earl and Me was prior to that, though. Yeah. That was like his first thing, and he was fucking super young. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I try to fashion my life after Jimmy Jump, minus the getting killed part. <laughs> um, and, and honorable mentions are going to go to Schooly D because the soundtrack is fucking fire, and he's in most of the soundtrack. Yes, he is. With the same two songs. Yes. I mean, you could just loop that. I mean, yeah. there's nothing better to get high to than Schooly D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I black enough for you? Yo, I mean... <laughs> it's a good song. So um, that's all I got, man. You got anything else before we wrap up? Yeah, I will say that this was probably the beginning of Christopher Walken's... Christopher Walken's renaissance, I will say. Say more. Like, because he went... Like, in a lot of the films beforehand, he was a very straight-laced actor. And in this film, we saw him go from to the Christopher Walken we all know now and to he talks very low in one scene and then it goes straight up and it goes back down. That he's doing more character actor stuff. Yeah, like and it kind of reminded me of how Nick Cage is and I'm kind of like did Nick Cage kind of bite off a walk in here? Maybe, maybe. That kind of what what would you, what was the what was the film that you, you think like afterwards is like this is a Christopher Walken like thing like. True Romance. Okay, fair, yeah. fair. Okay. I'm here for it. Christopher Walken is nearly 80, by the way. <laughs> He's great. Wasn't he in Hairspray? He might have been. I think he was in Hairspray. I don't he want him was. in Hairspray. He was. He was dated John Travolta. Oh, God. Well, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And this is two years. What movie came out two years later that he was in? And he was a piece of shit in it. It's a it's a it's a uh, um, uh, a DC movie. Phantom. He was Max Shrek in Batman Returns. Get the fuck out of it! Oh yeah, he was. He was he was actually kind of fired at. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you had Wayne's World too. I mean, he was doing. Mm-hmm. You're right. This is kind of the beginning of this character actor thing that he was doing because yeah. you know Captain Coons and shit in mm-hmm. uh, Pulp Fiction. You know, watch up his ass or whatever. <laughs> what? <That's- laughs> That movie, that's going to be one of them, aren't they? Um, it could be because um, it's it's his 26th anniversary, and this was the 30th anniversary for okay. um, King of New York. F- I recommend that anybody watch this. Same here. It's um, available on Tubi. You can watch it for free. You don't even have to have Netflix or you know use a irreparable. New York King of New York style device to watch it illegally. You could just get it for free. Watch it, goddamn it. Yeah, it's on, also on Amazon Prime. That's where yes. I watch it. On. I mean, yeah. Put so put on your Kangos and your Averex jackets. Do a line of coke, eat fifteen chicken wings and some ribs and a bunch of corn, and watch King of New York. That nigga had no vegetables in it. <laughs> yes, like he had no vegetables in that order. He was just like, "You got birch beer? You ain't know what that shit is." I was like, "Yo, shit, my man loves soda." He was a he was a dope boy at the fullest extent, mm-hmm. and that is a goal of mine. So, I want to thank you, dude, for coming on. This has been a lot of fun for me. This has been a treat. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's always good to go back and talk about a movie that we've watched a lot, we like, and maybe some other people will check it out. 
So um, I urge you guys to check us out on all the streaming platforms, um, YouTube, um, Apple, Spotify, every place you get your podcast. Subscribe, like, comment, let us know what you think. And until next time, this has been Let's Watch It Again. And I'm Rob Lee, and he is Greg, Greg with the underscores, Greg the Cat. That's the thing, Greg the Cat. I know, Fritz thing? the Cat. Yeah, Greg the Cat, look it up. Okay. Well, don't look uh, it up. Don't, don't look, look it up. It up. Okay. I probably fucked that up. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Greg the Bunny is a thing, though. I'm definitely not looking that up. So <laughs> there's uh, no way I'm looking that up. Yes, you are. Do it. No. So peace <laughs> out, folks. And don't leave no witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm black. Too damn powerful. I'm still a bad boy. I get an album.